Welcome to Real Money Talks. Real strategies from the money makers and the world changers that you can use to make millions, keep those millions, multiply your wealth, and build your team. Here's your host, author of five New York Times bestsellers, money expert on Dr. Phil, CNN, CNBC, The Street TV, Fox News, and The View, Laurel Langmire. Hi, this is Laurel. Welcome back to Laurel's Real Money Talks, the podcast that talks about how to make money, how to keep money, how to invest money, how to do it with a team. We call it our millionaire matrix and uh, how to sequence these. So every week I'm either talking about a grand piece of new content, which by the way, coming up, I'm going to be doing a cannabis series with a variety of partners as uh, I'm actually going to announce that we're launching what's called the Marijuana Millionaires. So how do you become a millionaire in this green space? Today, I have uh, an extraordinary guest. His name is Mike Georgie, brilliant in corporate compliance. Those of you that know our conversation, it's not even a program, it's a lifestyle. How you make money is through corporate structure, LLCs, other partnerships, S-Corps, C-Corps, trusts, and the same principle is true all over the world since people from all over the world are listening. So your companies make money, you do an enormous, great structured tax strategy on deductions, and then you pay tax. So the 2018 tax code was reformed, and Mike has dissected it, is what I call it. And I know we've talked about it before with Weldon. We've had other accountants and tax strategists. This is completely so hands-on and so tactical. So get a pen and paper. And Mike, welcome to Laurel's Real Money Talk. Thank you, Laurel. I really appreciate it. Thank you for giving me such a gracious opening. <laughs> so I love that you dissected it because there's some high-level conversations we've already had on several podcasts. But what you've done is literally break down the amount that people could you know, deduct and if you're out there listening and you haven't done it, you've got to get in touch with us. The way you get in touch with us and uh, request a call, whether it's with Mike or myself or his team or our team, is go to asklaurel.com, A-S-K-L-O-R-A-L. Say, I love that podcast. It was my favorite. And I need to talk to Mike right away. And that's how you get a hold of Mike. So talk about the tax code. 2018, was it good for everybody? Was it good for the rich? Tell us the, uh, kind of high level and let's get to details. From a very high level for the rich, it was amazing. From the surface level, it was okay for the average person. But when you really dig in, there's a lot of changes that you need to make, Laurel, if you are investing, if you are a consultant, if you are a service company, if you are doing business in general, there's a lot of changes that you need to make. Let's jump right up to the top of it. A lot of individuals are service individuals. They're professionals. They're lawyers, attorneys, real estate professionals, real estate brokers, um, insurance brokers, those types of individuals. Schedule C and a lot of them are also have a 1065 uh, uh, individual or they're S-elected. They have some kind of LLC or what have you, pass-through entity. What the IRS did is they said, you know what, we're going to go ahead and instead of having a lot of different tax deductions, like going out and having associate entertainment and being able to write off a different lot of deductions, we're going to give people who are non-professionals, everyone that I said does, this doesn't apply to, which the crappy part. And I'll get to how you guys take care of it in a moment. But basically, they said, you know what? We're going to give everyone who's not in that bucket a special deduction. It's called the Qualified Business Income Deduction. And any income that is derived in a company that is not partly made by a service individual or completed by the individual who owns the company can get a 20% deduction on that income. So let me give you an idea. 
let's say you had a hundred thousand dollars come in, you'd be able to deduct twenty thousand dollars from that hundred grand right off the top. The only bad part is that individuals who are service individuals, individuals who are in real estate, individuals who are attorneys, etc., they cannot take advantage of this. And so what we've figured out is that they can actually go ahead and get around it by instead having a management company. And let me give an example. When you're a, uh, a real estate agent, there's a certain amount of calls that you need to make. There's advertising that needs to take place. There's posting of signs. There's all types of transactions or actions that need to take place that aren't linked or tied to that individual's particular type of professional license. So what we need to do is we need to extract those different activities and have those go through a separate entity where QBI does apply. And it saves a lot of people a lot of money. Any questions so far, Laurel? No, I think it's uh, extraordinary. So just let's keep going. And what I really want is those of you listening is just to take a list of questions. And if you are listening from a different country, the kind of team and interviews that I do, I mean, Mark is not only a joint venture partner, becoming a legal partner, but you need these kind of conversations. And if you're not having these kind of conversations with your tax team, your corporate compliance team, you need to be. So listen from that perspective. And then consider, do I need to have a United States company? And you can legally set it up here in Nevada, use my office as a lease. And we got people from all over the world that do that. So don't hang up and don't say this isn't for me. This in principle is for everyone that's listening. So I just wanted to frame that a little broader so you're listening with different ears. But let's keep going on the different specifics of what the 2018, because it's beautiful. Like you said, for the the rich to get rich, this is all in. Absolutely. Now, I'm going to take a little step further because a lot of people have this structure, and I think it's an easy transition for them, and I'm going to show them how they can really maximize the 2017-18 tax changes. So in 2017 and before that, if you were one of these professionals I was talking about, if you had a C-corporation, you were taxed at a flat 35%. Wow. I mean, that's a lot. That's a ton. So, you know, doctors, attorneys, lawyers, lawyers, real estate individuals, a lot of you guys went ahead and went to an S-elected entity, which now they're capping your ability. But what they did in turn is that, you know what, instead of having a flat tax of 35% for professionals, we're going to have a flat tax of 21%. And we're going to take away what's called personal holding company rules, which means moving forward in the future, you can leave that money in the company as much as you want. And we're not going to tax you anymore in future years. Now, I don't know if anyone caught it, but that is a huge change. Okay. That means that doctors that were making, you know, a lot of money and were taxed at 45, 50, sometimes 60% in whatever state they may happen to be in, county tax, et cetera, they're going to be able to, instead of have that money try to flow down to them, they're going to be able to have their management company or their practice, depending on how you have it set up take that money as income to it, have it be a separate tax bracket and lower their tax. So let me kind of paint a picture. Let's say that that individual is a 45% taxpayer and I can balance it out to where one, they as an individual are paying 25% and their corporation is paying 21%. That's an effective tax difference of 20%. That's amazing. So just give a distinction, Mike, from where it was to what 21% means? Because I don't know that those that are listening realize what a jump that was. Absolutely. So let me give you an example. If your business, if you were a professional in 2017, 
USA C Corporation. Your corporation, and let's say the gross profit was $100,000, your corporation would have paid thirty-five grand. And let's say you as an individual took the other $300,000, okay, as an income to you, and your tax bracket would have been 39%. So what that means is you would have paid individually $100,000, and your corporation would have paid thirty-five grand. That's $135,000 roughly of taxation. Now let's work that forward to 2018. Let's say you do the things that we tell you to do. You're going to be able to save $80,000 in that equation. It's almost more than half. That's a huge jump. So just from a real money in pocket standpoint, it's a you know, five-digit jump if you're one of those individuals. So 21% flat tax is an amazing thing, especially for professionals. And then what you do kind of coming full circle, Laurel, is you have a management company that performs non-professionally licensed tasks with an S election so you can get your pass-through income and your QBI deduction. Extraordinary. So talk about entertainment and some of those, because I think as United States citizens, we've had you know these glory days of being able to do a lot. You still can. There's some strategies to work through what we have now, but it, on the front facing, it seems like it's restrictive compared to what it was. So talk about those as well. It absolutely is. You know, the first item is this. Associated entertainment is gone. And that means that if you were buying, you know, uh, season football tickets, if you were taking individuals and having a substantial business discussion and then going to lunch and then after lunch going to play golf or to a film production or a theater or what have you, unfortunately, those days are gone. What they've also done in the, the same vein of the meals is they've said in the past, in 2017, you were able to write off 100% of your uh, travel meals, et cetera. They limited that to 50%, which it's unfortunate. It's very unfortunate, put it that way. And so, uh, you know, basically all types of entertainment is done um, and your meals are absolutely limited. Meals for your employees are also limited to specific types of events. And so, you know, they, they what they did is they just said, okay, we're going to give you some, some trade-offs here. And really, if you think about it, people who are making a lot of money or investing and, and have the potential to make a lot of income, it's a great thing for them. So, Mike, talk about just the benefits, the restrictions. And again, if you don't have a CPA or a tax counsel or corporate compliance counsel talking in this conversation, you should get rid of them. Go to asklaurel.com. Say, I want to talk to Mike and his team immediately because this needs to be implemented in 2018. But keep going. Let's just keep making a list because I know you have a huge checklist. And I'd love for you to be able to give that out as a gift uh, at the end of our podcast. Absolutely. So what everyone on this call needs to do is the following. Number one, you need to get your tax team involved. You need to ask them about your particular situation. You need to have them look at your tax returns, what your current tax rate is, what the new laws are, and, and the effective tax rates of entities you may have, and how they've changed. And once you've created that plan, which you take into account how much taxes you're paying and your effective tax rate, how much taxes your company's paying and its effective tax rate, how those things may change based on what you believe may be your income, how your cash flow may change, your projections may change. If you don't have projections, get projections, make projections, create a budget. These are things that are absolutely necessary for all business owners. So once you have an identif identified, okay, 
I believe that we're going to have the lowest amount of taxes to pay if I put money in each one of these buckets. The next thing you need to do, and this is absolutely critical, is you need to document it. You need to have a special meeting or you need to have your annual board of directors resolutions or something, and you need to document saying, because of this 2017 change, we may be, instead of having this be professional service corporation or professional service LLC selected entity, we're making this a management company. And these are the functions that's going to be doing. And so you, you definitely need to make sure that you have A, a resolution, B, a plan backing up the resolution, and C, and this is most important of all, on a monthly basis, come back to that plan and make sure that you're doing everything you said you're going to do in that documentation. Because if you don't do those steps, number one, you're not going to save taxes. You're not going to be able to take advantage of all the tax changes in 2018 and safeguard yourself from the changes from 2017. But you're not only not going to have the uh, documentation to back everything up, but finally, if you were ever sued, if you ever have an issue with the IRS, if you ever have an issue with a employee, affiliate, a partner, anything, your corporation is going to be squat. And all the money you put in it and all the time you put into listening to these calls and trying to figure out your tax deductions are going to mean nothing because you're not going to have any documentation to back it up. So what everyone on this call needs to do is get a hold of your professionals or get a hold of us, put a plan in place, document it, and then, you know, move forward from there. There's a lot of changes when it comes to children, inheritance, being able to depreciate items. There's a lot of changes that should be taken into account. So talk a little bit you know, you're working with me right now as a consultant, just doing some annual corporate compliance. So talk about just in general, what needs to be done, not only in the new code, but just in general, what needs to be done and what is forgotten. So just kind of give us some highlights to maintaining this corporate veil and corporate compliance. No, I could talk about that forever, Laurel. (laughs) And I got to move back just from the inception, then I'll go to annual. But from the inception, please, everyone on the call, make sure you've gone ahead and issued your corporate stock or your membership certificates if you have an LLC. The funniest thing in the world is when I sit down with a client and I open their book and there's nothing done and they're in the middle of some kind of tragic situation. And I'm like, oh, my God. So that's number one. If you don't, if you haven't issued your corporate stock, then you have a, a real problem. Number two, when it comes to your annual minutes, make sure that even though a corporation can have only one owner and one secretary and one treasurer and one president, it's a very good idea to go ahead and have another individual as a president or excuse me, as an officer or something to sit in the meetings with you to approve some of the meetings, those things. It shows that there's two minds, like minds, not even just a separate mind, but two minds. And it really, as I've learned over the years, puts a lot of a, a greater barrier and protection around yourself. So that's one thing, just a little caveat. Make sure you have your annual minutes and resolutions. You're talking about all the contracts you've entered into. If there's some kind of special need or something that's going on in the middle of the year that you think is, wow, you know, it sticks out to you, make sure you do a special resolution. Make sure you get that documented so you don't forget because that could come to haunt you later on. So make sure you're doing annual minutes and resolutions on a monthly basis. It's easy to do this way. is to track the, re- the contracts you've entered into, to track any large changes. That if you call myself or my partner, Scott, we can make sure you have a list of, et cetera, on a monthly basis. And then on a quarterly basis, you know, make sure, and this is off the subject a little bit from uh, minutes and resolutions, but make sure that in your proceedings, you have some kind of cash flow, because that is one of the, the final tax to make sure you save any taxes. So 
Yeah. On a annual basis, make sure you're doing your resolutions on a monthly basis. Make sure you're writing down the items that need to be recorded in your annual minutes. And on a quarterly basis, it's good to just have a checkup. And, you know, that's good for write-offs as well. So you have an extraordinary, I call it the 2018 tax reform dissected report that people can get and go through and then have some one-on-one time. We're going to put that up on the Ask Laurel site, but where do you have a link that they could just go get it and download and uh, we start those conversations? How about let's have them email startassetteducation at gmail.com. So that is actually a group email. And then everybody who goes into that, we will have Mark send that out. That way we can just set it up between us because um, I'm curious how many people that are out following my podcast will want this report. And uh, we can set up some one-on-one. So if you email startasseteducation at gmail.com, we will make sure it go, it'll come from Mark, but it will be Mike's report. And you can also ask Mark to schedule Mike an appointment. So that way, I know between Mike and I, we're very busy, but Mark scheduled a lot of appointments. That'll put him right in the middle of us, and we can track how many of you are serious by your response. Does that work for you, Mike? Absolutely. Absolutely. And one last thing. Anyone yep. who is an individual is making, you know, 175 to 200,000 or is a couple, 300 to 400,000, definitely need to talk to me. There's some special rules that we need to go over we couldn't get on here, but let's do that, okay? Everyone on the oh, call. You got to give you got to give one little rule just to tease those folks because there's a lot of those folks and uh, tell them why. They for sure need to go to start asset education at gmail.com and ask for this tax report and a one-on-one. So why those high? They're, you're actually the highest income earners to be in that classification. But Mike, why do they need to do it right now? The reason why is because now instead of having separate depreciationable items or separate deductions, those items start to phase out and blend into QBI and other deductible and tax deductible items that used to be in the past. And that phase out starts at those numbers. So. I don't want to give it all away, but I want to make sure that those phase-outs are spread across their structure so that they get 100% of the value of those things, unlike the IRS wants you to get. Awesome. And a lot of you, especially if you're in that category and you don't have an entity and you don't have proper alternative asset investments, you're getting killed in taxes and you don't know. One of the things the team will also do is a three-year tax return review. You obviously have to pay to have them redone. But our teams are extraordinary finding a lot of money in those last three years of tax returns that wasn't done properly. So, Mike, thank you for being on Laurel's Real Money Talks. Again, uh, those of you that want direct contact and to set up a meeting, email startasseteducation at gmail.com or just go over to asklaurel.com and give me your name, your phone number, and either make a request or ask a question and we'll be right back in touch with you. So we'll uh, be in touch next week. And again, I'd love some feedback. What are the podcasts? What conversations do you want us to have here at Laurel's Real Money Talk? Thank you, and we'll be back. Thanks, Mike. Thank you. Thanks for listening to the Real Money Talks podcast. Your host has been Laurel Langmire, author of five New York Times bestsellers, money expert on Dr. Phil, CNN, CNBC, The Street TV, Fox News, and The View. Want to learn more about off-Wall Street investing, tax strategies, and multi-million dollar business strategies? Visit liveoutloud.com slash podcast for past episodes, show notes, and resources. For some special wealth building gifts only for Laurel's podcast listeners, visit liveoutloud.com slash podcast gifts. 
Do you have a burning question for Laurel? Visit asklaurel.com to submit your question, and it may just be covered on a podcast episode. So stay tuned and be sure to subscribe to get new episodes every week. 